This episode of New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start, is brought to you by Takagi Consulting. I'm Jennifer Takagi, the founder and CEO, Chief Encouraging Officer of Takagi Consulting. Join my groups so you can have access to informational videos, resources, and to help you succeed, as well as a community to help support and propel your career. The Facebook group and LinkedIn group names are New Managers on the Rise. Join them today. You can also find the links in the show notes. That's New Managers on the Rise. I'm Jennifer Takagi, and I really look forward to connecting to you soon. Welcome to New Manager Media. Manage right from the start with Jennifer Takagi. I'm Jennifer, a former climber of the corporate and government ladders turned leadership development entrepreneur. I'm a leadership coach helping you transform your office from feeling like a prison cell into a playground where employees are energized, engaged, and eager to work. Stress is reduced. Productivity is increased. Communication is seamless because playgrounds are much more fun than cubicle cells. Leadership development might seem like hard work, but leadership done right helps you create the team of your dreams. Each week, I'll bring you an inspiring message to pave the way to your successful journey into a leadership role. Thank you for joining me today. Now let's get started. Welcome to New Manager Media, Manage Right from the Start. I'm your host, Jennifer Takagi, and I'm so excited to bring a guest on today, Teresa. Now, okay, I was so worried about saying this correctly <laughs> that I was going to say, Teresa, like, where did that come from? Tracy. No oh my gosh, what a day it is. Apparently, I'm tongue tied. Who even knows? Tracy Bissett, and she is in Canada, which I think is super cool. I love Canada. I've only been there a couple times, but I love visiting. And I love that through the power of the internet and the power of Zoom, and various groups that we're in, I'm able to meet these amazing people who have messages to share that we would have never heard otherwise. At least I would not have heard. And when Tracy and I were getting to know each other a little better, because we're in a couple of groups of the same groups together, business groups, she said, I, I do financial planning. I'm in the financial space. And I said, really? So as our conversation continued, I got super excited because we were trying to see how we could make the connection between managers and finances. And I said, you know, I've heard rumor about knowing about the financial position of the organization you work for. Like, is that important? And she was like, Yes. So today <laughs> we're going to talk about something, some of that. Um, Tracy, I'm going to let you tell a little bit about your background as we go forward. And Tracy does have the business uh, Beset Financial Fitness. And I love the fact that it's not like financial planning, financial company, it's financial fitness. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Beset Financial Fitness and what we can do to be a standout in our organization. And thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Oh, thank you, Jennifer. It's really my pleasure. Uh, so my background is actually in corporate. I was uh, about 20 years in banking and financial services at TD Bank, so one of Canada's big banks, and it's also along the eastern seaboard of the U.S., 
Uh, so I worked in the areas of commercial lending and risk management. So I helped entrepreneurs as well as individuals through that time get access to financing that they needed. And um, there came a time there was restructuring as there often is in corporate environments where my, my role was eliminated. And so I, I decided to make a business that put together all of the things that I like to do. So I firmly believe that financial acumen, financial literacy, it's a fundamental life skill. And without it, your, your life goes in a different direction than maybe where it could. It also takes up way more time and way more worries. You're spending um, time worrying, thinking about it, being anxious, and it actually can impact all your relationships. So throughout my time at the bank, I had volunteered quite a bit with young people and I had worked so closely with entrepreneurs. So when I started my business, I really wanted to keep those focuses. And so I'm a financial coach or a money coach, and I really support um, through my podcast, Young Money is geared towards uh, young adults, so really 18 to 30-ish in age group. And I say those who love them because there's a lot of people of different ages who tune in and we're really trying to showcase different paths to success and different opportunities and ways to create wealth. And it's really dependent on a person's individual circumstances and goals for their life. So there's no one way. The second thing that we do uh, is one-on-one -on -one and group coaching for entrepreneurs across all different industries. And uh, I'm not an accountant. I'm not a bookkeeper. Um, so I'm not going to do your numbers and create them for you. Um, but what I do is support entrepreneurs to bring up their level of financial acumen. And so understanding how to read their financial statements, uh, the cash flow cycles in their business and uh, pricing, everything that goes around it. And then also kind of getting into people's money stories. How did they grow up? What were they thinking about? And how has that really impacted your life? And so all of that together, as well as I'm a professor at a college in a business school where I teach students to become financial planners. Um, so that's kind of it in a nutshell. Um, I love to talk about financial fitness because uh, I'm sure you've heard, Jennifer, a lot of people talk about financial literacy. And all of a sudden, as soon as I say that, if you don't feel like you have that, you feel illiterate. And now you've, you're kind of stepping back, you're feeling uneasy, you're feeling embarrassed, um, unhappy. And so I think we need to start from a place of positivity. We're going to be starting wherever we are. Um, so we might be, if we put it akin to physical fitness, we might be taking that first um, walk around the block, getting off our couch. So we're really kind of at the first steps. We could be learning about different types of bank accounts. We might be learning even how much our paycheck really is. Um, like when you get all those deductions taken off and, and what does that actually materialize to? Or we can be kind of farther along on the, the spectrum where from a physical standpoint, we might be training for a marathon. We could be training financially to be a sophisticated investor. So everyone has a different place where they are on their financial fitness journey and no place is bad. You're wherever you are starting today. And I really like to encourage people to move forward. And so to take a positive step every day, if you learn one new thing, you're going to have missteps, you're going to fall off the path, um, but let's get back on. And so we don't want to beat ourselves up about it. We want to learn from the things that maybe we don't do as well as we would like. Um, but through education, we can actually take control of the financial side of our life. I love that. And I love that you said, you know, financial literacy, people can feel like, wait, what? I don't, I don't feel financially literate at mm -hmm. all. So I can't join in this conversation. And then on the fitness world, you know, we, we don't have to start out wanting to do a marathon initially. Mm -hmm. We just need to learn like the first step. So 
I'm thinking back to my early days in corporate America, and I actually worked for a mortgage banking company, and it was a publicly traded company. And we talked a little bit the other day about the fact that if I understood the financials of my organization, the corporation I work for, then I could have much more, uh, I just lost a word. Uh, I could have much more high level conversations. That's what I want to say. High level conversations with my boss or maybe even my boss's boss and actually stand out in the organization as, you know, a new manager who knows what's going on. How could I do that? Like how, what does that look like? Yeah, I had the opportunity to work for the chief risk officer when I was at TD. So we used to see who got to go to the, the senior executive meetings, who got to present to them, uh, also prepared stuff for the, the external board of directors. So, so we got to see who got to go and make those presentations. And I can tell you that senior executives are looking for people who understand the strategy of the complete business. Even if you're working in marketing or HR or finance, wherever you are, that you're understanding the whole thing and that you understand how your contribution fits into the strategy and actually ties into the financial results. So for anybody who's listening, if you work at a publicly traded company that has public disclosures, that is the best case for you um, because you have the opportunity to learn and bring up your financial acumen without even letting anybody in the organization know that you're doing it and that you're kind of making it like a personal development project. Um, So for instance, you could be tuning in to listen to quarterly earnings calls where the senior executive are talking about the strategy. Analysts are asking them questions about things. And so you can find out what is on um, the minds of people, what's on the minds of investors, what's on the minds of management. Reading the annual report is a wealth of information. Um, As having been a contributor to the annual report many years in a row, I know how much time goes into that. And it's really to reflect the complete strategy of the organization. So you might not be part of it, but if you're thinking about your long career, and how you want to grow in the organization and get roles of increasing responsibility, being able to demonstrate that what you're doing ties in and being able to speak about it and ask questions really um, sets you up for success. Um, The numbers are there as well. So quarterly financial statements, annual financial statements, um, you could actually even look up uh, analyst reports to see what they're saying about the financial results about that company that you work in. And that's all on online. It's all available, it's publicly disclosed. Um, And then if you found like after the basics, you wanted to dig a little bit deeper, um, certainly you could find someone to help support you. It might be a friend that you have in the organization, might be somebody outside, certainly a financial coach like me could help you um, bring up that financial acumen. Um, And I can tell you that sometimes when you're working in marketing or you're working in HR, people think, well, that's numbers. I don't need to know about that. One of the largest contributors of expense in an organization is people. So you probably, if you're a manager, you probably have people working in your department. You need to know how much they get paid. You need to know how much approximately their benefits are, all of that stuff. And so why not position when you're you're making a request for either a new project, a new investment that you want the organization to make? articulate how does that tie into strategy and what you think the the cost will be, what you think the financial benefits will be. Um, This level investment might return this uh, on this project or this investment that's being made. And so there's ways to differentiate differentiate yourself very easily because most people aren't doing this. So you don't need to do a lot to shine. 
And then what that does, it is allows you um, to be seen in this different light where people think, hmm, Tracy did this. Maybe Tracy could do this also. And we could see Tracy as we continue to support her and she does more development and we groom her down the road, maybe Tracy can ultimately aspire to X position. And so you want to start planting those seeds so that people are like, yeah, look, she's already thinking like, like our executives, but let's see what we can do to, to help support her. And, and you want to be on those high potential lists or whatever they're, they're calling them depending on the organization. Well, and once you like get your name out there, then people in other parts of the organization are paying attention. Mm -hmm. I remember one time there was a reorganization going on in my um, organization and there was one specific job I really, really wanted and it had never been available before. It was a brand new title that had just been created. And I kept thinking, oh, I really want that. I really want that. But I, I didn't even know who to talk to to see about getting mm -hmm. it. And one day this gentleman pulls me aside and I knew who he was. He worked at the other end of the building. Our work like <laughs> never crossed paths. And he said, hey, do you have a minute? And we stepped in a conference room and he said, I'm on the team deciding who gets which positions. And I've really been fighting for you to get this particular title. And I decided I better ask, do you want that title? Is that even what you want? And I was like, how does he even know what I do? Or that awesome. I would even be interested in that. And in the end, I did get the job. And it led to more and more opportunities to be more and more visible. Actually, I ended up being very visible on a nationwide basis. But it all came from somebody who... They weren't even my supervisor. They weren't my director. They, I don't even know that at the time if he was in a management position, but I had stood out, right? I had made a name for myself as somebody who got the job done and word got around. So I, I just wonder how much more could I have done if I had understood the financial situation uh, that <laughs> went along with everything else. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I certainly know um, at TD and other organizations, I, I hear from colleagues that um, the people who get to rise up through the ranks, they've got the whole package. And so they know operations, they know how to manage budgets, um, they know how to speak that language and put things in context of numbers. And I'm not saying everybody's got to be a financial wizard, um, but it is very easy to distinguish yourself if you can speak about things in context of investment, level of return expected, uh, over or under budget, and, and make it really simple. Simple. So if you are pitching a brand new marketing campaign, how do all these things fit? And um, so you might learn it for your particular area of specialty. And then if you're um, increasing your, your knowledge broader about the organization, certainly that's going to be noticed. And then there will be people in rooms like the story you just shared, Jennifer, that know of you, you don't know who they are. And all of a sudden they're saying, Jennifer could do this or no, we think Tracy, even though they, they've never worked with either of us. And there's a couple ways to actually get that information. Um, like I mentioned, the annual report, I mentioned listening to analyst calls are certainly good ways. Um, publicly traded companies also have proxy circulars. So when the voting is done annually, that contains a lot of really good information as well. Um, that's informative as well with them, this time where everyone's very concerned about sustainability and corporate governance, um, they will have corporate sustainability reports. So you'll get to see what are the, the issues um, from a charitable and community-minded perspective that the organization really cares about 
where is it that they make their contributions? What are the pillars of the community that they want to support and what actions they are taking? And so gathering all that information that employees spend a lot of time actually creating, um, you can read that and get really a quick Cole's notes to be really have your pulse on everything that's going on. And it's a really great way to, um, if you're going to even think about volunteer opportunities, okay, where does the organization, um, where are they aligned? Which one most closely matches where I'd like to personally contribute, whether it's with your time, talents, or your your treasures, um, but which one do I feel most aligned with? And then pick one of those. Why not? So everything that you're doing can be tied together to really support your ability to then um, be a little bit more in control of your trajectory in the organization. We know certainly tons happens that we can't control, um, but the more visibility you get doing the right things, um, that's going to lead to good things for you. I, I love this. I'm taking lots of notes. <laughs> I keep looking, I'm looking down to get my notes. Um, so if I am at an organization that is not publicly traded, are there ways for me to get numbers for, within my organization also if that's, you know, if they're not publicly traded? So you'll have to do it probably a little bit more overtly. So when it's publicly traded, you can look at anything you want um, that's that's publicly disclosed. So it's a little bit easier, but you kind of then, if it's, it's not, it's a private company, you probably want to be kind of a financial detective. You want to listen to what are the messages that are being said when somebody's giving a speech, are there themes that actually relate to numbers? So if people are talking about, um, headwinds coming and things going to be challenging. What typically goes with that? Oh, could there be layoffs? So you might be starting to anticipate those kinds of things before they're coming. If a new product or service is being launched, what are the expectations for it? Even thinking about the way that work is done, if you're in something that was kind of um, old school, all in person, um, not very automated, what could be done around that? And so thinking about from an operalization standpoint, how do you maybe bring that a little bit more modern? So you'll look for clues. It's not going to be as obvious. There might also be, um, in the context of your department, uh, numbers that are shared, especially if um, you're on the sales team or other people are. What's the total for our department? How does this fit into the total sales of the company? And, and you might not have the exact number, um, but I bet that your manager would, would share, you know, we make up 5% of the total sales. And so then you can kind of get some ideas. And so it's going around and looking for those clues. You won't be able to sit with the financial statements as you would a publicly traded company, but there's no shortage of people giving signals around what's going on. Um, it's just starting to look for things and listen a little bit differently. I love that. Listen differently. Uh, I know that I, I often got caught up in whatever work I was doing and I wasn't really paying attention to what was going on. And we had some major things come down the road that was like, Hey, wait a minute. Who, who <laughs> this? And then people around me were like, well, didn't you hear this? Didn't you hear that? So it, it really is worthwhile to step out of your out oh, yeah. of your office, out of your little world and find out what else is going on, you know, around what's happening around the water cooler. Yeah. And with social media, like so many companies are prevalent on it. So why not follow your own company where you work? 
see what senior leaders are talking about out there in the world and, and uh, whatever they're saying publicly is going to come back to the strategy somehow. And um, even monitoring what other people are saying about the organization, you'd be able to anticipate things that might become issues. Um, not that the senior leaders don't know about them, but maybe they're not talking to you about them yet. And so lots of ways to pick up clues. There's never been an easier time to learn more about um, companies just with the access to information being um, so easily at our fingertips. So it's really on you. And um, especially if you love the company where you work and you know you'd like to work there for a long time, um, you want to do that, that work um, that's really personal development work to increase your knowledge about the entire organization and how you can help them hit the goals. And so maybe you're doing a small contribution in the role that you're in right now um, but you can start thinking about what are the next roles and how might you like to be a contributor to that and certainly if you're applying for roles that that would be something a hiring manager is going to look to um, how much do you know about our group how much do you know what we do and um, how do you think you're going to make a difference and contribute so if you can talk about how your contributions are going to fit and numbers being one of them, um, certainly not the only thing, um, but if you're, you're focused on the bottom line, you're focused on all the, the key stakeholders, I don't think you can usually go wrong. Well, because it, it really comes down to productivity and profitability, no matter where you are, what your focus is, because if, if you're not productive and there is no profit coming in, then none of the other, you know, goals, social, um, areas that you want to have an impact in, like the organization wants to have to impact in. If you're losing money left and right, and it's, you know, you're just hemorrhaging funds, then none of that can happen either, right? Yeah. So you have to kind of understand where it is and what, what happens. So as a new manager, is there one critical tip that we haven't already hit upon that you really think that I need to know, like I need to know and I need to take action on today? So we talked about kind of this thing of being financial detective. The other major thing that I would say that would be great for the manager as well as for them to help their teams is to really take stock of all of the ways that the organization is trying to help you financially. Um, so I find that sometimes people don't really dig into their benefits packages. They don't know about all of the options available to them. Um, so if you can, number one, do that for yourself. So never leave free money on the table. If they've got a, a matching program for savings, if they have a stock ownership program, make sure you're in all of that stuff. If you have benefits afforded to you, um, make sure you're putting your claims. So anything you're entitled to, make sure you're participating. And then be that manager who does a great job of supporting their staff and helping them understand. Because if you can help your staff financially, they're also going to be less stressed. They're going to be able to be more focused on the, the job at, at hand. And so they're not going to be as worried. Um, so look at all of those things that the organization offers. Make sure you're taking advantage of them and, and help your team as well. And I think that people who do that and, and who are helping, again, they get noticed as well. Well, them. and I think that is so critical because I was in the government sector for many years and they would have meetings annually to talk about various things and, and how the employee could benefit even further from what was available. Mm -hmm. And so many people would say, I'm not going to go to that meeting. It's a waste of time. And it's like, wasn't a waste of time for me. I got a lot of really good benefit out of it. So um, I, that is a super great tip. I love it. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Tracy, I appreciate your time. I know my audience is really going to appreciate learning these 
really valuable strategies so that they can stand out even more in their organization and be even more um, promotable, I'll say. So if we wanted to reach out to you, how would we get hold of you? What type of um, programs do you offer that, you know, would be of benefit to my audience? Well, I think um, for those who are listening, the podcast is a great place to get tips regularly. We do a show every single week. And so we we're up to uh, episode 188 was out this week. So we certainly have every topic covered and it's really touching on everything related to financial, like even how to negotiate uh, a bigger raise, because that's part of you having control over your earnings in your life. When you're looking for a new job, how do you negotiate that original package, all that kind of stuff. Um, so best place to reach out to me is on LinkedIn. I would love to hear from anybody listening um, to hear comments, questions, would love it. And for those who want to get serious, even about their own own finances. Um, you can download a money meeting agenda so you can get started looking at your own finances at bizmoneycoach.ca. And so that will get you to our website as well. And, and so you can check out everything we've got there. Uh, so a money meeting agenda at bizmoneycoach.ca. And um, as I said, I'd love to hear from, from anybody who's tuned in, who has questions, who maybe it, it sparked uh, a thought they didn't have before um, because it all, all then contributes to your financial earnings power over your life. And the more money you can make, the more choices and flexibility you're going to have across your, your, your life, your career, and certainly with your friends and family, it affords you a lot more options. Uh, exactly. Money may not buy happiness, but it can make you comfortable is what my mom used to say. And then you can reach out and help other people too. So all of this information, all your contact information will be in the show notes. So anyone listening, you can uh, grab this information in the show notes uh, if you didn't have a chance to write it down quickly enough. And Tracy, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it so much. Oh, it was wonderful. Thanks so much for having me, Jennifer. I'm Jennifer Takagi with New Manager Media, Manage Right from the start. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Thank you for joining today. Please hop on over to iTunes to leave us a review and share our channel with your friends and family. Head over to TakagiConsulting.com gift for a great free gift. Also, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and TakagiConsulting.com. We would love to hear from you and may your days be filled with more success than you ever dreamed possible. Mm -hmm.